What's up, college baseball fans? We have another episode of the 11.7 podcast going on. A little Thursday night special, getting you guys ready for the college baseball weekend, where we have mucho, and I mean mucho, mid-major versus ranked team opponents that we're going to break down on this episode. And uh, we're also going to talk about uh, the huge series with Texas and South Carolina going on, bring you back to the old 2002 College World Series. And um, we're just going to talk about some of the ACC matchups that jump off the paper to us as well, just because that conference is so loaded from top to bottom. So uh, besides that, we're going to have a guest on later today. Uh, his name is Colin Thoreau. He played baseball. He was a Juco bandit, and he went to Oklahoma State, tore it up there, got drafted, and now he's playing pro ball, A. So we have a great interview with him coming up on the end of this episode. So you guys stay with us. It's going to be a fun one, getting you guys ready for the weekend. Dimitri, so let's talk a little about our guest we have at the end of the episode, Colin Thoreau. I think I'm saying that right. Thoreau? 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 Something, it's got to be something like that. Thoriax? But he's coming on the, the pod thorax. to discuss Thorax. That's a great nickname. But he's coming on the podcast to talk a little about this Oklahoma State versus Vanderbilt series. Uh, he played. He's playing pro ball right now in AAA. Played at Oklahoma State after becoming a Juco Bandit. And, uh, I mean, he's going to talk about the big weekend that Oklahoma State has to kind of defend their perfect record. Oh, take that back. Not perfect record. Undefeated record with a tie. But they I get did. a little bit of that. They get a little bit of that Jack Leiter, Kumar Rocker, one-two punch. That's going to be um, a little tough to compete with. It's so hard. It's so hard to look at Oklahoma State saying, oh, they're undefeated. They're a good team. And just look like, but Vandy's coming to town. Like, you have no chance. That's, that's like the – because – I'm not saying they say don't. That I'm saying to like you see, say you that see to Kumar, State. you see that you see Kumar and Jack Leiter just like on paper, you're just like, dude, no chance. And then, but then you got to just come back to reality a little bit and say it's still baseball. Kumar could go out there and just pick the worst game of his life. He could just give, you know, like so much shit can happen. Like that's why I hate predicting baseball. Yeah, and college baseball especially, you can never predict what's going to happen. Nobody would have ever thought Georgia State was going to go into Vanderbilt and win on Friday night. Nobody. Nobody thought they were going to win a game, period. No. I mean, if, if Vegas was setting a line on that game, it would be like minus 3,000 Vanderbilt plus 1,900 Georgia State. And everybody would have been on Vanderbilt. <laughs> That's nope. the- I would have taken my I would have taken my odds on – it's kind of like the 16 versus one matchup then. Always put a cup some money on all the 16 seats because if you hit one right, you usually profit. It's happened one time in the history, Dimitri. What are you talking about? Okay, 15C, 16C, <laughs> whatever. Like, like if you can sprinkle some money on those things, usually it's, you can get your money's worth. I mean, you're going to lose. But if you win one time, the feeling of hitting <laughs> One it, time in 80 years. <laughs> okay, okay. But if you think about it. If you hit it one time, it's like, holy shit. No way. I just did that. Yeah, it's oh, more for way, like the storyline. Like you, You're just like, hey, I want to be that guy that had a little bit of money on by Maryland, the way, Baltimore County to beat Virginia. I saw you tweeted something about um, Kansas State announcer. Like, what? I, I don't know. I just rem- reminded me of saying, holy shit. But you uh, tweeted a video. He caught himself or something. 
Yeah, you didn't watch it? <laughs> no, I didn't watch it. He was so I forget the hitter's name for Kansas State, but he hit a ball. I mean, the wind was blowing straight out to right. He hit it about 900 feet in the air, and it hit the batting cage or wherever that building is in the behind right field on a fly. And he's like, oh, my God, holy cow. <laughs> Just a pure reaction. He should have just let it go. I mean, I mean, I'm sure he found. Did did he? He saved it pretty good, huh? He saved it, but somebody did comment, and I I'm gonna look back and see who it was. Give you credit, but or uh, give him credit. But he was like, you know, honestly, like college baseball should allow like cuss words on their broadcast to give a little bit of interest. And I was like, you know what? Not bad. Not a bad thought. Uh, I'm looking at that right now because I think that was a hilarious tweet. But uh, oh man, I just had it pulled up. Anyways, the announcer's name, I actually gave him a follow today. It's Tim Grubbs on Twitter, and he does a lot of baseball announcing, but definitely caught himself in the uh, in the act. So it was um, Mike Sherebeck, or Shabarek, Mike Shabarek that tweeted us that. I was just cracking up laughing. But um, anyways, we have a fun weekend ahead as I just dropped my pen. It's been one of those nights right now. Let me bend down and pick it up. But so like Mississippi State baseball, I don't know if you saw – they had their pitchers beeps after uh, pitcher batting practice after the back to back to back shutouts. That was a yep. uh, yeah, dude. That was I a, love it. I love that was it. a great video. Props to their video crew for that. Their content, their baseball content crew has been killing it this year. And I know one of the guys, I forget his name, but he was part of that James Madison bro pound, the bullpen guys. So now dude. he's he's working full time for Mississippi State Athletics. Dude, that graphic, videos. that graphic was just so above and beyond that it almost I think it was harmful for college baseball media teams and sports media teams because he set the bar so high now anything else you see are just like that's weak like next <laughs> that's what it's all about though the only critique I have about that video if you guys haven't seen it it's blowing up on social media I think it, I think I know what you're about to say the ball was spinning the wrong way <laughs> he, he somehow I mean this is the minor critique that nobody would have ever noticed. Uh, I think I noticed it like the 10th time I watched the video, but somehow the guy threw a four seam fastball that had top spin on it, which would have been deadly to hit the ball with the sink on that pitch would have been unreal. Anyways. Uh, dude, but yeah, that's a cool dude. video. You want to know what's even sicker about that whole situation? Ohio state tweeted a video out today of Justin Fields throwing a touchdown pass and they had the football spiraling and they put a bunch of his accolades and stuff on there. So they, they, they copied the video. No, they should shout out to Mississippi State um, for the idea. Oh, that's cool. How sick is that? That is sick. But speaking of sick, so changing to topics on you, speaking of sick, it's actually been exactly 365 days since most Division One baseball teams finished their season last year because of COVID. Rest in peace. So we are now one year removed from the COVID-19 season shutdown. So I think it's a new, I think it's the start of a new era. I think everything's going to be good to go now. I mean, I mean, dude, college baseball look, is thriving, getting the most social dude. media interactions of all time. Yes. Facts. Facts. It's, dude. it's, it's a good time to be a college baseball fan. So we've come a long ways from a year ago from prayer today. thou prayer thou RIP to all the people that passed away from COVID complications and all that, but college baseball ironically might have benefited from it. The MLB draft was streamed. Might have. I would say it 100% benefited okay, from Okay, okay. I was trying to be a little more polite about it, just a little more rational right. about it, but the draft got shrunk. More quality players are staying in school. 
more high school players are going to be going to college rosters, at least for the next four years, are going to be deeper. And then who knows what player development comes out of that in year five, year six, when the younger guys are not playing yet, but they're developing and teams are going to put more focus on making sure their younger guys are developing when they're not playing. So I think it's massive. I think it's going to be awesome to watch. It's already booming. It's it is already booming. booming. Yeah, a lot of a lot of media outlets are dipping their toes into college baseball. We've seen, I mean, we've seen ESPN get more into it. We've seen Barstool Sports get into it, Fox Sports, all of these, you know, major news networks are going into college baseball because they see the like just the purity of the, the game. Excitement, dude. Yeah. It's it's pure just... it's pure energy, excitement, and it's pure love for the game, dude. Like in the like this might be a controversial thing I'm about to say. But when Ben, I'm sure you get nervous every time I say that because you're like, oh no, what the hell are you about to say? I get text messages <laughs> after every show like, dang, Dimitri was fired up today. <laughs> How do you control that kid? I'm like, hey man, just let him do his thing. Do you really? Oh yeah. I, I'll read you a text I got today um, from somebody. I, literally word for word, it cracked me up when I was at work today. Give me one second to pull it up. He said, and he calls you Dimmy, D-I-N-M-Y. In Italy, they all call me Demi. That's so weird. Yeah, he said, you and Demi cracking me up. He wants to fight that basketball blog. You're just like, yo, let me talk a little bit. And he said, <laughs> he wanted to call that. He said, he wanted to call them a bullshit, no, nobody trash website with nothing better to do. I love it. <laughs> Dude, somebody <laughs> tweeted us. Somebody tweeted us saying, um, come on, man. Like, that's, like, what, like, I, like, that's not what I want to listen to about, like, the whole you know, trademark. I get what a trademark is. I'm just pissed off that the trademark and there's nothing we can do about it. That was that's literally what it boils down to. But anyway, <laughs> going back to the controversial thing I was gonna say. Um damn it, dude. Did now you I just forgot. lose it? Okay. But but what I was gonna say was um so like the whole Carabas and Barstool things, um somebody from Barstool actually DM'd us today saying hey um we just want to clarify Carabas is actually in it because he loves it he was um i guess his initial entrance to college baseball was following jack lighter um i guess he was really interested in him being a draft prospect for the red sox and so he watched the game and then he was like yo this is so much fun so then he watched more and more and he was like dude where have i been this is awesome so and so and then a lot people. of people and a lot of people are like oh Carabas just doing this you know to reach out more audience, just tap into a market real quick, you know, make make money, gr- build his brand. Kind of like Portnoy doing pizza, doing stock market, doing all these all these things. And people don't realize content creators create content, anything they're good at. So why the hell would Carabas not tap into a market that's so exciting and people for him to people to clown him? I'm like sitting here, like in the beginning, your initial reaction is. Oh, uh, here, here comes Carabas and Bar- but then if you think about it, he's growing the game. It's only better for a million everybody. percent. Yeah, I mean, it's just better to get more exposure out there, which I'm 100 percent for. I think it's great what you know Barstool's doing and starting nine and Jared Carabas. Those guys, whenever they start building up that steam on social media, I mean, they're probably getting hundreds and th- not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds and thousands of people interested in the game of college baseball. And that is step one because the more college baseball grows, the better chance that. You know, our players get more than 11.7 scholarships and us have to change our name. 
anything, any more, more TV coverage and more streaming uh, services, all of that just builds on each other. Cause the more money putting into the game is only going to happen if more eyeballs are watching the games and more people are invested. So I guarantee, I guarantee you one person saw Karabi's fat flip tweet or excitement tweet. and said on a fr- last Friday, Saturday, and said, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'm going to watch a game. And now all of a sudden they love, they loved what they saw. And now they're going to watch more games. Yeah. And that's and just so, another eyeball, pair of sure. eyeballs. And, and so like something that's happened to me personally, like when I started putting out these, like just made up gambling lines that I, you know, basically make on just for fun. Educated. Yeah. Educated guesses and all that. Well, I do. I've had probably 20 people reach out to me and say, yo, dude, I was never interested in college baseball. I'm just a degenerate gambler. And you know, I like a little action on games, but now I watch it and I love it. And it's like, oh, that was my whole point. Like, I want to get more people invested, you know, small $10 bet yeah. just to watch a game. And, you know, it's, it's fun. It, it makes the games more fun to people. And it's those little things, man. I swear, I swear to you, if, if Las Vegas, like Caesars Palace or whatever the big bookmakers are, start coming out with college baseball lines or SEC, ACC, Big 12, uh, Pac-12 games, there are going to be people that fly to Vegas and say, you know what? I'm going to sit here and watch this game. I'm going to put some money on it. I want UCLA minus one and a half against Oregon next week. And they're going to sit there and watch the game and think, you know what? That's cool. That's the same thing with some bogus ass soccer team in Pakistan. You're just like, dude, I'm, I'm down so bad today. It's three o'clock in the morning. I just lost a bunch of money. I'm going to make it all back. We got a minus 600 money line on some team from Pakistan and cricket. I've done cricket before. That's how Vegas makes their money. That's how Vegas makes their money. I was like, dude, this is a lock. I look up quick Google search. And it's a lock. So I put money down and I lost. And I said, I'm never doing that again. But if I would have won, you're damn right. I would have went right back. And you're trying to another, double it up. Another game from that, from over there. And it would, and then all of a sudden now I'm sitting here reading the roster, reading some blog about this sport to get insider info. It's the same concept. It's a trickle effect, man. It's a trickle effect. And snowers, maybe a snowball effect. Maybe that's what I'm looking for, but. Anyways, I mean, just our whole goal, if you guys are new to the show, because we are getting a lot of new listeners, our whole goal is to grow the game so we can change our name. And holy crap, that rhymed. Grow the game so we can change our name. We want more scholarships in college baseball. We want more coverage in college baseball. Ben, let me ask you. If college baseball came out and said, we're giving more scholarships, do we keep the name? Mm. Yeah, I get. I mean, I don't know. We'll, let's see it happen first. Let's put something no, but, in right. No, no, no. Just pretend. Pretend they change. Are we changing the name or do we just roll? We are history. We have a staple in the history of college baseball where we'll we have, should never go back. We'll have an alternate name. So whatever that is, we'll wear or alternate uniforms every once in a while. We'll be eleven point seven on the home and the road, but you know, every Sunday we'll switch it up to hopefully like 25. 25.5. just like our new top twenty-five mid-major top twenty-five. The 25.5 college baseball podcast. I don't know, dude. 11.7 just hits different. It does. And I can't get comfortable in my chair right now. I'm sorry if I'm moving around. Ugh. Anyways, so what oh. we really want to do is we want to talk about some of the best matchups we have this weekend. Obviously, we have Texas versus South Carolina. Props to South Carolina for scheduling this series because I love it. They're going to Texas when a lot of SEC, ACC schools, Big 12 schools, they don't want to travel you know, the week before conference play starts to a big name, blue blood program on the road. So I, I tip my cap to both Texas and South Carolina for scheduling the season or sorry, scheduling the series like two weeks before the season started. And I think it's gonna be a good one. I think Dude. Texas, Texas might 
might surprise some people. I, I think, think so too. I, and, and the add on what you were saying, dude, what a treat. It really is. Far versus Madden Friday night. Far versus Madden. You're right. Two flamethrowers. Chuko Bandit, who had, I think he kind of came into the scene pretty quickly in terms of nationally, people don't really know who he is. But if you're a South Carolina fan, if you're a college baseball fanatic, if, if you will, you know who these guys are, dude. If you look at their numbers, time out is obviously more exciting, more explosive, more mainstream. But, dude, Texas can't hit. They and hit so, a little bit. They hit a little bit better this past weekend at Houston. But, but dude, if if you if if Far can mow those guys down, Ty Madden can do his thing. It might be one nothing, one one in the eighth inning, just like the Houston game last week. Yeah, I think and if Vegas was setting game. an over under for runs scored in the game, I think it'd be like four and a half or three and a half. <laughs> that, that's that's a little absurd, but it could happen. It could happen, man. It could be a one nothing game in the ninth. Like and you're pissed if you take the over on it and under hit. You're just like, damn it, I knew it. I, I knew it. <laughs> I should have done it. And uh, so that's going right. to be a fun series. I, I'm really looking forward to see. I mean, obviously, there's going to be a West Clark bomb. I want to see West Madden. Clark. So there's there's three three pitchers I want to see West Clark face this year. And obviously, he slowed down a little bit. I, he could not keep up that eight homer in six in six game pace. That he was at. No I don't think he hasn't home hit a home run in like a week and a half. But and shout out to the Mercer Bears for shutting him down. Anyways, I, there's three pitchers that Wes Clark is going to face this year that I'm excited. This is step one, Ty Madden, and then obviously he gets Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter later in the season. Those three, Ben, I'm going to make you right now. I'm going to make you put some respect on Bryce Miller's name. You keep saying Kumar and Al Leiter, hey, or Bryce oh my Miller. god, I just said Al Leiter. <laughs> I, um. I think I, I think Wes Clark has a better chance to hit against Al Leiter than than Jack Leiter. <laughs> Is Al that Leiter, too? Al Leiter in the in the broadcast booth for a reason. No, I'm saying like Al Leiter in his prime versus Jack Leiter in his prime. Oh. Soft toss and lefty against Wes Clark. Good luck. I don't know, man, dude. That I mean, he, he obviously yes, but dude, I would you rather see 96 flat right down the middle or 88 and all and just on every corner and every black. Who is Mine. 96 flat you're talking about? Jack Leiter is not flat. His fastball is flat. I would disagree. It, 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 when, so, okay. Someone show me the Rap Soda or the stack, stat track of it. His, his, okay, there's a number in Rap Soda or track, man, whatever. The, the, the amount of ball drops vertically by gravity pull, right? right. There's, a, there's a measurement for it. I forget. the. I think it's. I don't remember what it's called. It's like the gyro. But anyway, Jack Leiter's ball doesn't drop much. So when you see, when you visualize the pitch of the hitter, your eyes automatically project the ball to be dropped a certain amount. So when a ball, like when a guy's got a super high spin rate fastball, and I'm getting a little nerdy here, but dude, it's awesome. Balls that stay up longer are harder to hit and guys swing under more because your eyes project scientifically project the ball to drop so oh, yeah. jack Leiter's ball stayed up but it's still not a running fastball okay that's fair i when i hear flat fastball i'm thinking like meatball yeah yeah well uh, the reason why I, I don't say f- flat i think it's a very heavy ball like i think it gets on you quickly 
but flat i'm speaking flat in terms of movement and arm side run and, and cut whatever you want to talk about his ball his dad ball moved everywhere like a maddox yeah, well, it's hard for your ball to move so much when it's going 97 miles an hour. That's what I'm saying. Did you, did you see that dude last night for Louisiana Lafayette? Uh, how, how could I miss it? You, you tweeted 96, it. 96, and the guy swung in a miss. The catcher missed it. And I was like, oh, foul tip. When I was watching it, and I was like, holy shit, dude, he swung and just missed it. it. Dude, that ball had so much arm side run. It was unbelievable. He's, dude, someone brought it up. He's got like an eight-foot wingspan, that pitcher. Yeah. It's a legitimate, like – Fingertips down past the kneecaps. It's crazy. Um, Man, that was nasty. But anyway, so projections for Texas versus South Carolina. What do you got? I mean, we have a pick coming up later with Thoreau. Ben, Ben, Ben. Let's save it all for later. Okay. Let's I'm just going to say later. Texas surprises. We can talk about the series and all that. And then, we'll let, then we'll talk about that stuff okay. later. I think that's better. What do you think? Yeah, no, it is. Um, and so the last time these two teams met, shout out to our boy Chris Phillips for bringing this up. He, he said the last time this team or these two teams had met was 2002 College World Series. And that brings me back to just a great time in my life. I was seven years old, just getting into college baseball. I remember watching that College World Series, like basically the first pitch from the first game to the last pitch of the last game. And Texas had those sweet, like white vests with the orange undersleeve or, un, or undershirts on. And they had like Houston Street was on that team as a closer. He was dirty. And I don't know. So I think. It's cool to see these two teams match up in the regular season, obviously, but nothing will top that 2002 College World Series. Dude, there's just something about watching old Rose and Black College World Series game. Watching those guys, the dog piles felt different. It's just, ah, dude, it just, it just feels different. It looks different. Small town feel, better. kind of. Yeah. Huh? It's like a small town feel. You don't feel like it's... It's, yeah, dude, and just seeing those guys wearing these old ass Mizuno spikes and dogpiling and wearing like uniforms that just like all look cotton uniform, all cotton uniform. Okay, Ben, this is in the '60s, <laughs> but like the uniforms have that old vintage. But dude, God, there's something like I watched the dogpile of Texas when they play South Carolina, and it was just like, dude, maybe it's just a, maybe it's just a Homer thing for me, like just what I grew up watching. Yeah, you're going to be – in 30 years, you're going to be that guy like, back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> son, son, let me tell you. <laughs> back in my day, we used to throw 2-2 fastballs, and now it's 2-2 off speed, and you guys are soft for that. Anyway, okay. The next um, we have so that series down. is going to be fun. That'll be in our pick'em, And um, obviously, there's a bunch of ACC matchups that we need to talk about. Just a couple that come off the top of my head are like Louisville is hosting Boston College. I don't want to say this is like a loser leave town, a loser leaves town kind of game, but I think this is where like the pretenders and the contenders really show up. Like, is Louisville really going to be good this year? Or are they kind of behind the eight ball? And is uh, Boston College really good this year? Or you know, are they going to prove people wrong? Or are they just kind of having a fluky first weekend series with the ACC? We'll see. That one kind of stands I, I, out on paper. I think too. this is like a no comment for me. Like Louisville, you made us look good for about nine inning and then you just made us eat our words so they might be our team we hate this year because if they keep making me look bad i might have to put them on the shit list it's pretty close silkwood Silkwood, sorry bud no we love silkwood love silkwood we love a lot of these acc teams really like it wouldn't surprise me to see four 
SEC and two ACC teams in the College World Series. What's weird to me is like looking at the ACC standings right now, you have Notre Dame on top of the Atlantic and Georgia Tech on top of the Coastal. Never in a million years would I thought that, especially I mean, who, this year. Who, who was high on Notre Dame? We were. We were high. Well, I would say you were kind of high on that one episode where we had um, Stitchhead on, Eric Sorensen. Yep. You kind of boosted Notre Dame up a little bit, and they've, they've shown and up. Guess who, guess who D1 had number one in their ACC power rankings today? Is this obvious? Georgia Tech. Notre Dame. Did they? They have number one in their ACC power ranking. Wow. I mean, they're four and two. They're four and two. They have two series wins. Obviously, they haven't played. Like, they haven't played very much baseball. They've only played six games this year, and they've all been ACC games. But they've beaten Wake Forest two out of three and Clemson two out of three. Not – I don't know. I think they're kind of a pretender right now. They'll get humbled towards the end of the no, year. No, they're definitely a pretender, but I'm saying their potential is very high. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the coastal division right now. Georgia Tech is at five and one. Virginia Tech and Pitt are both four and two. And then you have North Carolina and Miami at three and three and Duke at three and three. And then Virginia at two and four. That is not the way I thought this was going to shake out the first couple of weeks. One weekend, I, you can flip that whole entire standing. It, dude, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible to see these teams like four weeks from now, and it's all going to be jumbled up. I don't think anybody's going to separate themselves. Yo, if there, uh, let me ask you this. If there is one team that's going to separate themselves from the pack, who is it going to be? Like, let's say the, six weeks the down the road. Yeah, six weeks down the road. I don't think Virginia Tech is going to separate. I don't think Pitt is going to separate. You're talking about the Coastal, right? No, just the whole ACC. I mean, if Georgia Tech wants to give some themselves some breathing room, they better separate themselves now because they're going to hit a rough spot where they lose two weekend series back-to-back. It's going to happen. And if they don't, that's, that's, a, that's a really good team. But they need to separate themselves and give them some breathing room because I promise you, Miami is not just going to lose. They're not, they're not going to lose many ACC series. You know, they're going to be right on their tail in the heel. In North Carolina, they're going to win yeah, games. Virginia, I agree. I think, I think North Carolina and Louisville are playing the worst baseball they're going to play all season. Hopefully, hopefully. So but, let me ask you this, Dimitri. Who, I mean, obviously I know I don't value the RPI as much as you do, but if you look at the conference ratings, um, like the ranking, sorry, for the RPI, the ACC is actually ahead of the SEC right now. Isn't that crazy? I saw Do you that. agree or disagree with that? Because I disagree at 100%. I disagree. I agree to disagree because here's the deal. The RPI is the RPI. Like how long has the RPI been being used? Forever, right? I don't know. So it's, it's obviously got to carry some weight in terms of reliability. But, dude, that's just hard to believe. The ACC's highest RPI leader is Georgia Tech, and they're 49th. It's because everybody in the ACC is all right in there, that area. They're all there. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm surprised because Miami was like number four in RPI like like a week ago. Um, they, well, they've looked like crap since they played Florida. Since no, week dude. One. No, dude. That no, that's not the highest RPI in the conference. That's their conference leader, and that's their RPI. Because oh, Miami, I was gonna Miami's say RPI is nineteen. And Boston okay. College is number four. Hand up. I got that one wrong. I'm yeah, sorry. So, yeah. So, but what I will say is the SEC sh- sh- will end up being number one once they all play each other. 
but that is pretty cool to see, you know, somebody other than the SEC on top of something for it's one. It's just weird. Yeah, like the top five, the top five all, I think, are the top five conferences by far, ACC, SEC, Big 12, Pac-12, then American. And you but, know what? Uh, I would for put the, the Amer- part, I think I would put the American above the Pac-12. Dude, we'll see with Oregon, Oregon State. That's another big series this weekend. That is, the Civil War. Um, Arizona looks good. UCLA is going to be fine. They're going to win a whole bunch of games. Stanford Oregon, has shocked me this year. Stanford looks really good. Stanford, Oregon, and Oregon, Oregon State, dude, they're they're so good. In Oregon, they're four and two. They just swept a four game series against Santa Barbara. So maybe maybe the Pac twelve is better than we thought. Maybe they just you know they just just weren't ready week one. Whatever reason, their preseason workout, their scrimmages, they just weren't ready yet. Yeah, so. I agree. I'm, I'm shocked to see the Sun Belt as low as it is. Uh, Sun Belt's like eighth right now in conference RPI. I would put them above the Missouri Valley and West Coast, but they are behind right now. The computers I, say no. The computers say no. <laughs> God, I, I'll tell you right now why I hate the RPI. It's because Ball State's in first place, and Ball State sucks. Ball State sucks, and they're number one in the RPI. Dude, it's still early. Ball State has played like three games. Relax. They've played ten. They're six and four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, dude. No, dude. I was thinking Ball State, dude. Do you know who Ball State has beaten? Arizona and Kentucky. They went to Arizona and split two out of two on the road. Big. big that's really good. And Arizona's eleven and two. That's their only two losses of the year. They beat Bradley. Bradley, always a good team. They were top 25 when I was playing. And then they had Kentucky. At Kentucky, they took two out of three. And Kentucky is eight and two. So at the end of the day, you got to put some respect on Ball State's name. All right, they don't suck. I take so, it. So don't, don't, don't slander them with they, that. They, they, they are not a top 70 team, though, in college baseball. And they're ranked number one. I hope they make you eat your words. George Washington is third in the RPI. They're five and one, but I don't care. They're not third. Dude, Ben, come on, Ben. We know the RPI isn't isn't supposed to be the go-to for week four of the season. It's the go-to for week 13. Okay. That's fair. I just hate the I'm anti-RPI. Always will. All right, all right, Ben. When you if I give you four numbers and get and tell you to give me the average, are you gonna say that's a good average for my golf game score? Maybe. Well, you, or know. would you rather me give you my last 20 golf game score and you say that's more accurate of my <laughs> golf talent? <laughs> that's a loaded question. I mean, obviously, you know my answer, but if I give you 20 scores versus my last three where I balled out in two of the three, I'm going to give you my last three, but you're going to want my last 20 because my last 20 is more accurate. That's how the RPI works. The Boom. RPI should just go off the eyeball test until nope. we Boom. Boom, I explained it perfectly. Throw I'm smarter the than these thing. computers. I'm smarter than these computers. So you're saying you're smarter than the RPI? Yeah. Right now, week four, 100%. Okay. That's <laughs> I mean, cool. dude, tell me I'm wrong. You're not wrong because it's week four. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. I should do the RPI until week 12. So anyway, okay. So, <laughs> I mean. Anyways, we have, uh, before we get to the interview, we have five, well, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, five mid or sorry mid major series going against ranked teams that I want to talk about the first one Arkansas is actually going to Louisiana Tech and their new stadium Rustin Louisiana or how do you say it Rustin 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 don't make it too complicated and so that's going to be a fun 
like I know they've probably had a couple home games. Maybe not, actually. I don't know if Louisiana Tech's hosted anybody this year or not. But uh, Arkansas is traveling down to the new stadium after the old one got ripped I up. Love, I love seeing a big school go to the smaller school stadium yeah. um, to get, get a taste of the, uh, the other side of it. Yeah, so Get out of have, your stadium. Get out of gonna, your hometown. We're going to have a little competition here, Dimitri. Um, we're going to make a little projections just right now on what you think the series is going to end up to be. So between Arkansas and Louisiana Tech, what's the series going to be like? Is it going to be 3-0 Arkansas, 2-1 Arkansas, 1-2 Arkansas? Like what, what's, your, what's your take on it? 3-0 Arkansas. 3-0 Arkansas. Okay. I think uh, Arkansas. I think Arkansas stays undefeated. I don't. I think they lose one. I got two one Arkansas, and I'm writing okay. this down. I'm writing it down too. Well, I'm writing it down too. So, who do you trust more, Mr. RPI um, hoax guy? It's a, it's all a hoax. All right. Um, I think I think Louisiana Tech gets pumped right. up Friday night. They win the first game at home, and then I think Arkansas slaughters them the next two. Okay. Next one. Uh, UTSA at LSU. UTSA is five and three this year. LSU struggled last week against Oral, Oral Roberts. I know. I know UTSA is going to be pumped for this game. LSU. I don't know, man. They want two out of three. LSU. LSU. You're going two out of three. LSU. I'm going to go. But why are we? I feel like we're making picks again. I don't know, but this is just fun, man. We got to give the mid majors some love. I'm going two one LSU as well. I think UTSA wins one probably on Sunday. The uh, they're going to be intimidated Friday night in the box, like most teams are. Probably hang around Saturday and then Sunday their bats are going to wake up. They'll be fine. But LSU is just one of those teams that I hate early in the season because they always do the same thing. Maybe not. I don't have facts to back this up right now, but I'm saying eyeball test. LSU looks like crap until about April, and then they kick it up a gear, and then wind up in the college world series or super regional or hosting a regional at least. So I don't know. I think we both agree two one LSU. Is that, is yep. that right? Yep. All right. Next one is Charlotte versus East Carolina. We, we already said East Carolina was silent, but deadly last episode. Two out of three East Carolina. I'm going three Oh East Carolina. I don't think the nine the 49ers over there in Charlotte are, I don't know. I think they're, they're going to be okay. Like They're going to be fine in the Conference USA this year. Really haven't played anybody good besides Tennessee. They, the reason why I brought this up is because they beat Tennessee 9 nothing on the midweek uh, back on Tuesday. They sure did. Four I think, dangers and a shutout. I think East Carolina is going to humble them. I got East Carolina winning it 3-0. Okay, next one. UNC Greensboro versus Tennessee. Speaking of Tennessee, I UNCG. think – UNCG. UNC Greensboro, home of the SoCon. Tennessee, no, Tennessee lost twice to Indiana State, who we actually saw tonight beat Florida Atlantic. Those are the only two. By the way, uh, wait, let's see. Oh, they have three losses because they lost to Charlotte. Duh, but they're eleven and three this year. My favorite coach in college baseball, Tony V. I will say that UNCG wins one. I'm going Tennessee two one. I'm going Tennessee two one as well. Okay. UNCG though, listen to this resume. They, I mean, they they're ten and two this year. They won. They lost opening day to Elon, but then they won the series two out of three. Beat North Carolina in that midweek where they won sixteen to thirteen. They've beaten Charlotte this NC year. NC State. NC State. What did I say? North Carolina. Oh yeah, North Carolina State. Sorry, you're right. 
NC State, uh, and then they beat Bryant. They beat Elon two other times. And their most recent game was on Tuesday where they won 23 nothing. So this team's for real. Definitely not someone to sleep uh, sleep on if you're Tennessee. But I want to think- see I want to see Upstate and UNC Greensboro play. That's what I want to see. I wonder if they play each other this year. I'm about to look it up on their schedule real fast. Well, uh, the next series is going to – I just like to see two similar teams battle it out. I don't believe they're playing this year. Yeah, they are not playing. Dang. Nope. Oh, well. You got one more? We got two more. We got UConn at Texas Tech. I know UConn's not technically a mid-major, but – Actually, they are. They're in the Big East now. Holy crap. Forgot about that. They went three Big nothing. East to the American to back to the Big East. I got – what would you say? Three nothing? Three nothing Texas Tech. God, man, we have so many similar picks. I, I had them three nothing too. I just don't think UConn has – Yeah, UConn's four and six they this year. Do, uh, they, 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 they're just missing – the last few years they've had a pro arm or a pro bat or two pro arm that kind of – won them some games they do they're just missing i mean in six weeks from now like i can totally change my opinion on that as guys grow up mature and get more experience under their belt but right now you i, I just don't see it uconn winning yeah not game. at texas tech texas tech plays so well at home so well and i i think they sweep them too and then the last series is stetson at alabama we were so high on stetson when they started 10 and 0 and then they, of course they get swept 10 and 4 now they've actually lost four in a row dimitri not trending the right way for the Hatters. Yeah, dude. Eat my words, dude. But they are still a good team. Um, yeah, I, I don't think – I think Stetson might scratch one out because they're, they're not going to lose seven in a row. I just don't think I so. think they lose seven in a row. I'm saying Alabama sweeps them. Alabama is going to play that sleeper role they, this year in SEC. Hey, that's another team that's having a lot of fun right now. Alabama is, and they, dude, they have like their players. I don't know, man. They just they get me fired up. But you I'm, know what the thing is, Bama baseball players are in the SEC. But would you consider them say consider them cream of the crop SEC players? Like when not, you watch their pitching staff, they're all 88, 87, 90. You know, a couple guys a little higher, but they're like you know they they don't have 94, 95, 94, 95. Just rolling these dudes out. They're more of like the they're, they're, they're more normal. They're 87, 91, 92, most of their pitching staff. And they have, like, a couple good SEC bats that wanted to go to Alabama. But the rest are just – they saw something good in them, the coaching staff. Because think about it. Completely different than their football recruiting. <laughs> yeah. But think about it. Alabama in the Southeast. They're in Alabama, Mississippi. They're recruiting against LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, Auburn. And then they're also recruiting at Florida State and Tennessee. And so it's kind of like they're getting guys that want to go play in the SEC, but maybe they're not the best players, you know? Yeah, you're right. And so, but the big thing, what, what we could see happen this weekend with Alabama is a little look ahead series. They have Stetson this week, but then they play at number one Arkansas next weekend. And they I'm, going might... two, one, I'm going two one, two one Alabama. I'm going 3-0 Alabama. I don't think they look ahead, but that would be a time for a little look-ahead series. Not as focused this week. Yeah. Kind of sleepwalk through Friday and Saturday. Maybe have Stetson sneak one on them, but because you know they're looking at they're looking forward to Arkansas next week. hundred percent at Arkansas, number one, trying to show them who the real team is in the ACC or SEC. Sorry, excuse me. Um, but anyway, so I have them. I, I think they sweep them this week. They might have some trouble 
Tuesday at Troy. That's going to be a tough one for Alabama. But oh, Troy, Troy's good, good program. Very good program. But anyways, um, what we're going to do now is we're going to jump right into our interview with Colin Thoreau, AAA player. He used to play at Oklahoma State. And we're going to talk to him a little bit, kind of hype him up, talk about this Vanderbilt versus Oklahoma State series, talk about his career in college and going to the pros and all that fun stuff. So appreciate you guys and enjoy the interview. All right, so we welcome on a very, very cool and special guest, Colin Thoreau, former Oklahoma State star baseball player, got drafted by the Oakland A's. Now he's playing triple-A ball, right? Yeah, over in Arizona right now for the spring training going on. And uh, we're here to talk a little bit about this Oklahoma State versus Vanderbilt series, one of the biggest series we've seen so far this season. So kind of tell us about your time at Oklahoma State, kind of the program they run over there, and what to look forward to this weekend. Yeah, uh, I mean – I was uh I only had one year unfortunately at, at OSU, but I mean, probably best year of my life. Got to uh make a World Series run. Uh you know, made some of the best friends of my life. Uh, you know, just it's a place I can't like say enough good things about from just like the small college town to uh the staff, the players, the community, everything. I uh, yeah. can't say enough about it. And I bet know? it was cool, like, seeing, like, other, like, major sport, sports programs and, like, other sports in that program. Like, the football team's always selling out crowds. The basketball team always has live crowds. Like, just being in that athletic program as a whole, I bet was pretty cool. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's just, like, it, it was the complete college experience that you dream about. And, you know, I was this city boy, California kid, going to tailgates with like my Chuck Taylors on and, <laughs> and shorts and everyone's wearing boots and belt buckles. And, but I had the time of my life. I tell dude, those like, guys all the time. Like, I wish I had three, four years there, you know? Hell yeah, dude. Uh, I think it was like two years ago. I went to, I lived with Bo. I don't know if you, Bo Bichette. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've I heard that. With yeah. him and his brother, I played with them. Um, <laughs> and it was a random, literally it was like a random Monday night. And Bo, we were in the living room, and he was like, "Yo, you want to go to Oklahoma for the, um, for the Oklahoma Oklahoma State game for the football game?" And I was yeah. like, "What the hell are you talking about? Like, why are we going to Oklahoma?" And I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, let's go." So we 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 went. I think it was like a friend or something he wanted to go see. Uh-huh. Um, and dude, like it was just like I've never been to Oklahoma before, and I was seeing Oklahoma Oklahoma State and like rivalry. Yeah. It was just like, "Yo, this is like." The tailgate, it was like such a like SEC feel because that's yeah, what I'm used to sure. here in Atlanta and Georgia. I'm used to that. So it was like, hell yeah. Like there's more than just the SEC when it comes to traditions and football and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So no, it, it, it was uh, – it blew me away because it's like, you know, it's a, it's a dry campus, blah, blah, blah. But starting like for a Saturday game, starting I think either Wednesday or Thursday, people start – planning like their tents all, all over campus so you're going to class on thursday and friday there's tents everywhere because people are claiming and then saturday it's full go you know you're tailgating outside of your econ class and, and going <laughs> you know you're you're drunk at the tailgate and we would take like the freshman uh i probably shouldn't say what a yeah, vibe, we'll cut bro. that story what a vibe, <laughs> what a vibe we, we 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 had a good time we had a good yeah. such a, a such a dope vibe yeah that's sure. great and so you were on that 2016 Oklahoma State team, right? That you, you mentioned the College World Series. Yeah. 
you guys ended up playing, I, man, I want to say like Arizona, like two or three different times in that college world series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do. I mean, this tough. is all memory right here, but mm-hmm. you guys played Arizona. I want to say at least twice, maybe even three times. Right. Well, we went, we won our first two games. We won, we beat Santa Barbara one, nothing Thomas yes. Hatch outdueled Shane Bieber. They both went CG. Yes, dude. Oh my God. I'm remembering. And then, I think we won one nothing against Arizona, one nothing or two nothing. Bobby Dalback yep, was on yep. the bar. Big Bobby. And then Dalbeck. we were, yeah, we were the first team to to shut out both games, riding high. We had our staff was crazy that year, and then uh, dude, we had to beat Arizona one time, and they and they beat us twice. Oh, uh, I remember dude, that. T- we we couldn't get the bats going in Omaha, and. Uh, yeah, dude, that was tough. But that was tough. I mean, best that team was fun though. I remember, I remember keeping up because that was when I was um, that was my junior year at Mercer. Uh, we had Kyle Lewis on the team, and we thought for sure we were going to a regional. And right. and I remember keeping up like very much in that postseason play. You guys put like did you guys sweep South Carolina in the Super that year? We swept Clemson regional, South Carolina Super swept. We and then. I mean, we were we had a fucking layup, dude. dude. That's how it is in the postseason. You just get on a a, a ride, like you just feel like you're on a, yeah. a never-ending ride. It's yeah, just nobody's stopping you. No, it was we had we we were bulldozing through everybody, and we just we got to Omaha and we couldn't hit. And I mean, it's tough, but obviously you're facing good teams. But with how good our staff was, we probably should have won that. World Series. It hurts. Was that the year? Was that the year that like Donnie Walton was your one of your best players? Like the short. Oh yeah, side? yeah, 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 yeah. Donnie, man. Yo, oh, Donald. Donald. Yo dude, how, those... how how dope is it, Dad? The cool one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Oh, having him as a coach. Oh, Rob's the greatest. That's he's that dude's like uh he's like my like my my cool uncle like <laughs> like. Not the, creepy uncle, not the creepy uncle. No, no, no. Cool he's uncle. the cool uncle, man. He, he, <laughs> you know, he he breaks it down. He tells it how it is. That dude's got so much wisdom and and free game. Like uh, the amount of time, like Donnie and I have, have have spent just talking baseball with him is just he's off the chart, dude. But don't get me wrong. Like that dude would get in my ass. Of course. Like he he would take mound visits to come fucking yell at me for fucking yeah. up. like <laughs> but he he was that dude that it was like if he's speaking you're listening if he's yelling at you you fucked up yeah. with, it was, he, uh, with he like did he get up with the game or was he like super mellow always no he was mellow he was mellow, but he was he was like when he gets in your ass it's like his fucking teeth are still together and it's he's not raising his voice, but like you're getting it. You know you yeah. you know you. But he's up. yeah he's he's even kill. He's he's a fucking baller. Yeah, for sure. That whole team man was ballers. Who would you say was like the best overall player on that team? Oh, Donnie Walton. Okay, Donnie Walton, I, that's that's I baseball so, player of all time. Yo, dude, I wanted to ask you when you guys showed up in Omaha, you know, with media day, you guys got your hotel decked out in all Oklahoma State stuff, and like. You just feel like you're big time. What was it like? Like what? Like bro? What was like the feeling like when you, all eyes are on you? You got you got cameras everywhere. You got people asking you all these questions. Like what was it like? It's probably the first time in your life like you felt like a celebrity. Probably. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like I said, it's like kind of it was like what you dream about kind mm-hmm. of deal. Like, so I think we had a good group that dealt with it really well because um, we were an older group, a mm-hmm. lot of juniors and seniors and 
so we dealt with it. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was cool as fuck, but like we were, we were hundred percent there to handle business. Um, they yeah, handled it well, but soaked it up for sure. But like, yeah, you're walking around and like, you go to a restaurant outside of the hotel and people recognize you, you go to like, you know, a bar or, or, or whatever out there and people recognize you or there's all like the vendors and the tents out there and you go mm-hmm. to like, uh, like routine baseball or Evo shield and, and they're just plugging you because you're in the world series. It's, it's, exactly. I recommend you have like, you have like kids like waiting outside the stadium, like getting their autograph and stuff. Like they don't yeah, even know who yeah. you are, but they're just like, this is what I want to be one day. Yeah, dude. It's, it's cool. Like if one day, like as a fan, I'm, I'm going for a week because yeah. it's, it's the coolest week ever. Well, hopefully it's going to be like another 20 years before you have time to do it. Cause yeah, you got yeah. like major league, major league aspirations ahead of you, man. Yeah, that'd be nice. We, uh, we know you're in that Oakland A's organization and they seem to like, you know, bring up guys like consistently. I'm sure you have like teammates in double A, triple A, they get called up and down all the time. Yeah. Like, is yeah. Your time, is your time close? You think? Like how close? I are you? mean, I, you know what? It's, uh, they're very much an organization that it's like, if you can do your job and you're going to help us win because they're all about winning, it's, they're not afraid to, uh, to plug you in there. So if I'm doing my job and doing what I'm supposed to do, I don't see why not, you know, sure. but got to you know do my job. You know, what's crazy. It's like so many, like people don't realize so many organizations, like even like a college program, they have a reputation, like the Yankee, they're going to go buy somebody before they develop somebody. Mm-hmm. Like Oakland always just gives off that rep that, hey, we got our dudes here. We're, we're going to run with them. We're going to live with them. We're going to bring them up. We're going to coach them, develop them, whatever. So I think, yeah. like, I mean, like from a college player or even that's getting drafted or, you know, that's already in pro ball, it's like sometimes you kind of can be picky and choose. You can't really choose what team you want to go to. But, like, right. if you get picked by Kansas City or, you know, the team that's, like, more developing – it's mm-hmm. like it's more of a college vibe, but without the college coaching on the field. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dimitri, no, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I mean, well, I think like, I hope he does. I mean, <laughs> shit, I don't know. <laughs> you were talking in circles because there. no, because like because like, there's a culture like that, like, like in, you you play with the same guys for four years because some guys get to the big league and they've never played with any of the guys that are on the big league team, rather than like like the Mariners, Donnie. Caleb yeah, no, they're, and they're like doing it right. the classes. It's like a junior class, and they all like three of the top best guys go to the big league club. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> no, they they do. They're I, I mean that president screwed up recently, but they <laughs> I, I, for a while they were doing it right. They were moving those guys up, like their mm-hmm. core guys, up together. I thought that was cool. That is cool. But uh, yeah, I mean different orgs do it different ways, and uh, I mean I'm in I'm in one that suits me and happy you go back to oklahoma state train the offseason you stay home uh one my second offseason donnie and i and uh our buddy connor costello who we played with dude, and you were probably one of the dudes this snapchat dude donnie would post snapchat <laughs> story every like monday through sunday ben i'm telling you right now it would be them out of the bar and then them in the gym at 8 a.m and them out somewhere and i'm like yo do you guys like like what do you like ever sleep or chill they're always doing stuff that sounds about right but yeah we we, we spent an off season there and got to train and, and uh these facilities obviously with this last year i didn't get to go back but i try and go back at least once an off season for like homecoming or a football game and then get with rob rob always has some gems for me, and gets strength, me right. the strength so, guy 
No, Rob Walton. Rob oh, Walton. Rob, Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like – You got to see like, Rob yeah. and Josh Holiday and see the yeah. fellas. So. Is that is that the best coaching staff in college baseball? I, I think it might be. <laughs> it's pretty damn good. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know how you compete with that. It's 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 pretty damn good. What do you think about and them this year? The staff or the team? The team, Oklahoma State. I mean, it's kind of like a typical Oklahoma State team. They have a bunch of dudes who throw gas and shove. <laughs> they have dudes who hit home runs and strike out, and they play good defense. Like, it's that's Oklahoma State. Sounds like a good team to me, Ben. It's, it's that yeah. same Oklahoma State formula that swept Oregon State a couple years ago. Yeah, like they, they could – it's kind of like the, our team in 16 where we, we were kind of like – we were so talented. But we were like this. Our core guys were good, but if the – three or four dudes, like, including myself, who were, like, starters but were inconsistent. If we were rolling, like – hard to beat. Yeah, 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 which is what we did in the playoffs because yeah, everybody started playing. team right there. I mean, you guys yeah. were on – you guys were you guys would have definitely beaten Coastal Carolina in the finals, I think, if you got past Arizona. I don't like, know. Man. I mean, I think yeah, I winning. like to think so. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Dude, that Andrew was it Beckwith? That dude that's was my getting boy. anybody that's my out. Boy, that. That's your I boy. Summer ball with him. That's my dude, guy. That guy was yeah. getting everybody out. Didn't matter who you rolled up out there. Yeah, that team yeah. was fun to watch. They were. They were dope. They were dope. I was. Ha- I was happy they won it. Like, no, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Sure. I mean, we. Uh, up- yeah, the night the, the night we got knocked out, <laughs> uh, we were out and about and and ran into them and. Uh, had a good time with them. They're good dudes, those coastal dudes. So for sure. That was they that were, weird they college were a bunch of dudes. They, they were a bunch of blue collar, like not big yeah. star guys. Yeah, yeah we, were, we were, yeah, same mold kind of guys for sure. That was the weird college world series where like they played the championship game at like 11 a.m. on a Monday. Dude, it was right? brutal. Nobody was there. Like Bro, nobody was watched so it. Trash. It was like on ESPNU. I remember thinking, yeah, this sucks. <laughs> it was, it was ter- and it was like a great, I mean, it was like, Oh, unbelievable finish! Florida got went zero and two. All the SEC teams went zero and two. Yeah, like I Arizona, like they, I think they like were down to their last loss in their mm-hmm. regional and their super. Like they were obviously a good team, and then Coastal, the underdog. Like it was yeah. a perfect matchup to televise. And, and that was when you. Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara hit like a walk off grand slam against Louisville. Of Louisville, yeah. yeah, that was a Bro, <laughs> that dude. So that kid, I remember he was a freshman. Yeah, and he got a pinch. He got a pinch hit against us in the in like the ninth. And bro, standing ovation. Everybody's going crazy. And Tom, <laughs> Tom and Taj, who I mean, he's Big Twelve Pitcher of the Year. He's in the big leagues now. Mm-hmm. He just fucking one, two, three. That dude, and just <laughs> his curtain call was like, <laughs> see you, man. Sit yeah. down, freshman. Yeah, because that was in like a one nothing game. I, I actually kind of remember yeah. that. It was like yeah. a one nothing game, and he came in to pinch hit. I was like, is he gonna do it again? Dude, I was nervous, man. I, I was like, because it's, it's you just know, like, being a baseball fan or a sports fan, like, weird shit happens. It always happens. In crunch time, man. And in college baseball in general. Like, the weirdest oh, sport man. of them all. The weirdest. But, but anyways, what, man. So You can't predict college baseball, dude. Like, like, like no. I heard somebody say the other day, like, Miami is the only team in the last, in like, I think it was ever, or at least in the last 30 years, to be ranked preseason number one and win the whole thing. Yeah, it just never happens. Yeah, it's not going to happen. It'll never happen. But anyways, so speaking of predictions and not being able to predict college baseball, we play a little weekend series tri- – or not trivia, weekend series challenge every weekend, and we're inviting you, Colin, to join us. So we have our five best weekend series. We have Oklahoma State Vanderbilt, 
big, big series there. Yeah, uh, I think I know where you might go with that one. Um, and then we have South Carolina, Texas, which is a big one. Oregon versus Oregon State. And then we have Louisiana Lafayette versus Southern Miss and USC Upstate versus Campbell, a little mid-major action there. So mm-hmm. we're gonna start. Hey. We're gonna start with uh, the mid-major teams. If that's do you okay want? Do you want like their record? Do you want to know their no. record? Well, or do you just okay. want to go? I know uh, who's Campbell. Campbell's playing uh, USC Upstate. 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 Okay. How is uh, Campbell this year? They're pretty good, man. They're the camels. Like the top, yeah, the camels. They're probably like a top so, ten mid-major okay. team. So, so yeah. I, I do. I got love for them because one of my buddies in JUCO went and played there and had uh, he had a really really good experience there. Uh, and then I think I follow like their catching dude on Twitter. Yeah. So I feel like I got to show love to him, and he's good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the familiar. Campbell camels. Do I just lighten camels? Orange and black. I love it. Yeah. Am I going? I don't have to call the series, right? No, just who wins the series? Who wins it? Yeah. Wait, where's it at? It's at Campbell. Oh, I'm going Campbell. Okay. Um, I'm going to actually tell you on that. I'm going Campbell too. I think USC Upstate's a little overhyped right now. They're getting some social media love out there for like. Yeah, it's tough to come off that that big win too. Oh, I know. It's tough to put it back to back weekend. So I'm going Campbell. They're the more consistent team. I think they're better overall. I'm going with the camels too. I'm going, bro. I got, I got, dude. I'm going with Upstate. I think, I think them boys got that little mojo going. Like they've got that, just you know that vibe when you're winning, nobody can beat you. Um, it's gonna end at some point, but I just don't think it ends this weekend. Nah, nah, dude. They're they're about to crash hard. They're about to crash hard. I feel it. Um, so I mean, I hope it's a good series, guys. I do too. (laughs) I do too. Um, and then the next one, we're gonna go Louisiana Lafayette at Southern Miss. Little Sun Belt versus Conference USA, two of like the better mid-major teams out there in our yeah. Um, I'm gonna start us off because I think okay. I'm gonna break down each team. Obviously, we love Coach Deggs at Louisiana Lafayette. They just got some ballers and some scrappers on that team. Just the whole culture of the raging Cajuns, I love. But yeah. I do have a little bit of Southern Miss ties. My brother just graduated from there. I'm going Southern Miss Golden Eagles at home. Kind of shocking the world today or this weekend. Okay. To give you a little background, Louisiana just lost their midweek four nothing to Mississippi State. Um, they have they have some studs. The, they have studs in the bullpen. I mean, the other night, uh, pitching ninja actually retweeted us on Twitter. This little sidearm dude was throwing ninety six ninety eight. I'm talking three four inches of break from Lafayette. Yeah, and that'll play. That'll play at this level. That'll and do. Lafayette is nine and five. Southern Miss is six and five. Um, they split two, or they won a series against UConn, won a series against Jacksonville State. Um, so they're pretty even. Um, we love Dig. We're big stick stands on the show. Is that the dude? Where was he? Was he at Sam, Sam Houston, Houston State? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. He gave that like little press conference that just like broke the internet. Everybody fell in love with the dude. Yeah, yeah. Who do you got? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm got? going, I'm going with Laf- Louisiana. They don't say Lafayette anymore, but I call him Lafayette. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with the Raging Cajuns too. Oh yeah, I, probably I the best remember, name in college baseball. I love dude, the Raging Cajuns. What year was that when they were sick? Like that 15? was 2015. That was when I you would have thought you would have thought yeah. they were all on Roy's, dude. Just dude, they were beards. all leg kicking, pumping, big <laughs> beards, and just hitting homers, and they oh, were so sick. 
They hosted yeah. a regional that year. They were like a like Dude, the eight sick. overall seed or something. They were they nasty. Were so they sick. were dope. <laughs> they were so good that year. Yeah, I wanted, dude. I wanted to. Yeah. Who, who beat them in the in the regional or super regional? Ben Ole Miss. Yeah, it was Ole Miss beat them in the regional. Mm. And that was the team. That was the team that had some dudes on there too. They had Ben. Uh, who did you pick? Southern Miss. Yeah, I took Southern Miss. Got to represent the brother. You're such a homer, dude. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, Southern Miss uh, is they're usually a good. Good program. Both of these teams have hosted regionals in the last like four years, which is really cool. I mean, two years ago they went into Alex Box and beat LSU and beat Arizona State in that regional. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. That's right. That's right. Remember that? And then Florida. No, no. Southern Miss ended up losing to LSU, right, Ben? And then Florida State. They beat like Arizona State. Mike Martin went to Omaha at LSU. But anyways, we're gonna move on to Oregon versus Oregon State, the old Civil War battle. I don't know anything about Oregon except that they swept US, USC. I mean, Santa they Barbara. they rake, they USC, rake, Santa Barbara. They, they if they hit. rake, uh, dude, that's just impossible for for me to pick against. All right. Oregon. So I'll give you a little background. Oregon swept a uh, four game series against UC Santa Barbara, who was pretty much a top twelve team in every every ranking. Wow. Um, so. And then Oregon State, they lost opening night against a guy who we have on our show, Jordan Wicks, and they've won every game since. They've like 12 straight. I'm picking Oregon State. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, I agree. I uh, I don't know dudes, why, but – Orange Black again. Tanum, the coach, he's a dude. He'll have them ready. He's like – and he's an Oregon State dude, so he probably hates Oregon. He's going to have them ready. I'm That's a good Oregon point. Oregon State as well. Built-in yeah. rivalry there. Love it. Yeah. Everybody's going to Oregon State. I think they should sweep them, but we'll see. Uh, now we have South Carolina versus Texas for last or first time they've met since the 2002 College World Series. I like Ben. Be careful here. I like Texas this weekend. I love South oh Carolina, God, but no. I'm going Texas. I'm going Texas. They're going to shock the world this weekend. I can just feel it at home. So are you screaming Texas? Like, Texas is been, back. No, I'm just saying that they'll be ready. They'll win two out of three this weekend. They're ready for them. They're at home. They should win. Dude, Ben, if if, if Texas back, if they win? Yes, 1,000%. I'm going with South Carolina. Wes Clark, I think I'm, I, I think he's going to get a couple more home runs. Ty Matt, dude, I don't know if you know, but Ty Matt and Fry and that guy for Texas yeah. is electric. 96, 98, just freaking big old 12 six, just, just nasty, dude. Just un, un, unbelievable. It's at Texas. It's at Texas, yeah. Mm. Did you I'll go play ahead at and make Texas? my pick? I'll go ahead. Yeah, and yeah, was we that? swept them. <laughs> it, <laughs> no big deal. It was they, they, they were. I think was that the Clemens day. Uh, I think both Clemens were there. Trace Burr was still there. It was Augie's last year. Yeah, oh, dude, what a legend! So, it was. Yeah, dude, I grew up. I wanted, I wanted to play for Augie so bad. I grew up. I wanted to go to Texas, dude. That I don't know why. Like it was just, sick. I wanted him to yell at me. You know, <laughs> after but, those YouTube rants, yeah, those like used to get me fired up. And my high school coach was really tight with him. Yeah, because he's a California guy. He's a Fullerton guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. dude, after uh, after we played them, I was like going up. Me and Coach Holiday, we had to go do like uh, a press meet. I think it was after like the Big Twelve tournament when we played them, and I had to go up and with Coach Holiday and talk to like the the media. And Augie came up with like Trace Barrera, so we're all sitting next to each other, and like Augie, uh, 
I walked past him or, or he walked past me and he was like, he was like, oh, I like how you play the game. I was like, oh, oh dude, that's the best thing you could ever get. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cool. You but I got, other than that, I got no love for Texas. Zero. <laughs> Zero, Zero love for Texas. But sweat them, sweat South Carolina. So I got, I, I don't really have bad blood. You for going either. with the Cox? I'm going with the Cox, bro. I, those dudes. Clip that, clip that. <laughs> my boy jonah bride jonah bride will like that. i'm going i'm going with south carolina dude as well they smash they, they smash do. do they have arms yeah they do they, they really do they're friday night guy they're friday night guy it's supposed to be a stud the juco bandit as well um far he he throws hard he he can pitch so i told ben i think i don't think texas can hit so i think the advantage is to south carolina the team that can hit yeah, and that place is a graveyard. Oh, I know. So, uh, yeah, I'm going USC. Dude, that's that not West real Clark. USC. Come on, bro. Yeah. Huh? Oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Shame uh, on you, man, you California boy. Nah, nah, nah. Not the right. real USC. Last uh, one. Last that's one. Correct. We have uh, Oklahoma State hosting <laughs> Vanderbilt. Hosting Vanderbilt. I think he's already got a wager on this, if I remember correctly. He has okay. a little mayor's bet with uh with Tony Kemp, right? Yeah, yeah, that's my boy. Uh we uh we're in camp and you know got a little he's, bet. He's probably he's probably talking a little smack saying you know Vanderbilt. Bro, he's, are, he's commenting on their uh Instagram, like trying to fire him up and but man. Hey, you gotta make the first pick on this one. Yeah, I mean I'm going with my boys. They're undefeated. Parker Scott. I don't know if he's going Friday or Saturday, but that dude's got cojones. Um, they just – I mean, I think we got – I mean, obviously, yeah, they have those two dudes. Mm-hmm. But we got – other than that, I mean, we got a stable full of dudes, and we got dudes who are just going to close their eyes and jump heaters and yeah. hit home. And Dude, I think they're, you. they're not going to be scared. That's number one. They're not going to be scared. They don't give a shit who they're playing. I, I'm calling a Cade Cabanis bomb Friday night. I'm calling an Encarnacion bomb every single night because that dude rakes. <laughs> He's going three for three and pimp job in it. Um, I just – I think we take two out of three. I don't know what two out of three, but I think they're coming hungry. Coach Holiday has Vandy ties. He coached under Corbin. Mm-hmm. He wants this one. So it's like a Saban and his assistant. Can he do it? Yeah, no, I think because uh, I, I think they went there like in the fall last year, the year before, and they got their ass kicked. They went they went up to Vandy, but I don't know, man. They're they're playing well right now. They've had uh, yeah, good pitching, good defense. I mean, it ain't gonna be easy, but I'm going. Hey, I, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the day that someone jumps all over Kumar or lighter. I'm just waiting for the day because everyone's big. Oh my god, what just happened? Like this is not to put. I'm gonna be like, dude, they. If they jump on those fastballs, I want to see someone rake them. You just you can't wait them out. Like we were watching uh, Garrett Cole pitch today in the weight room, and every hitter that walked by, they go, "You just got to jump that first one." Yeah, you you, like to. you can't you can't stick around long you, enough. No, no chance. And it's the same thing with dudes like that. You, you can't stick to. around long enough. So I like what you said when you when you mentioned like. Oklahoma State's not going to come in there scared. Or not, I mean, they're hosting them, no, so they're I wish, not going to be scared. Dude, I just wish it could be a packed house, bro. Oh, that I know. Guess. That place would be electric. And it's a br- pretty new Brand stadium, new. right? Brand, Brand new. new. Yeah. Brand so, elite. I mean, wow. I mean, we're missing out a lot because that that is going to hey, be. Hey, what, what are the fans? What are the rules? What are the, what are the COVID shit they got going on? I think it's like 25%. Oh, yeah. come on, dude. 
but we'll, we'll bump that up by May. I guarantee. It. Yeah, especially in Oklahoma. No, oh, yeah, for sure. You think those guys are scared? No way. Um, but I like uh, I like Oklahoma State to agree. I was saving this so soft. No, dude, I like Oklahoma State. They're going to be Colin. Colin mentioned it earlier. Streaky team. I mean, anytime you live and die by the by the long ball, you have a chance. Like yeah, if you that weekend, you jump on some fastballs, maybe work a couple walks and hit a three run jack. That's who is who's Vandy played? Nobody. They lost to Georgia State. They man. lost to Georgia State. We just and they played manhandled Chicago. a good Grand Canyon team. Mm-hmm. Who else did they manhandled someone else? ORU who just beat the shit out of LSU. Yeah. Bro, shut their ass out. It's I'm going Oklahoma State, man. I feel it. I feel it this weekend. They're the boys are gonna be ready. Let's go. I'm fired Dude. up. <laughs> I bro, this this is so right in my I want to go Oklahoma State, but we all three you guys already went. And dude, I hate I hate the team that it's just like everyone's like, oh my god, they're so good. Like Blue I want to go the Oklahoma State too, but you know what, dude? No, fuck it. I'm going to Oklahoma State. <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Going, we're gonna look. We're either gonna look like geniuses or idiots after on Sunday. I'm going to Oklahoma State, dude. I think. I think if, dude, all they have to do is beat Kumar or Lighter, and I think they're gold. They're golden. Beat one like of them, it. and they're gonna take the other one. Let's go, man. I think this Towards is the bullpen. Yeah, let's go. Perfect. It ain't well, gonna be easy, but they're gonna make it. Happen. It's not gonna be easy. We might be overhyping it, but uh, yeah, it might anyways, get anyways, man, we appreciate having you on. Uh, this has been a blast. We're gonna get you back on sometime too. Yeah, yeah, talk, anytime. Talk I got nothing little... but time these days, bro. <laughs> I well, appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Have fun yeah. in Arizona. We'll be keeping up with you, and uh, you know, we'll definitely give you a shout out on social media. Get you some more yeah. following. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Take it easy. See Peace. you.